नमस्ते एंड वेलकम टू वेदांता द रिवर ऑफ विजडम पॉडकास्ट अ पॉडकास्ट दैट ब्रिंग्स टू यू द एंशंट फ्लोइंग ट्रेडिशन ऑफ वेदांता व्हिच रिवील्स दैट यू आर प्योर बीइंग हैविंग अ ह्यूमन एक्सपीरियंस आई एम योर गाइड बाय द साइड स्वामिनी बी लेट अस फ्लो यू एंड आई ऑन द बैंक्स ऑफ द रिवर ऑफ विजडम रामायणा इज आवर इतिहासा history itiha asaha thus it was written by maharishi valmiki sage valmiki it tells us the life journey of rama a warrior prince of ayodhya an ancient epic it consists of nearly 24000 verses divided into six kandas that are sections the bala kanda the ayodhya kanda the aranya kanda the kishkinda kanda the sundara kanda and the yuddha kanda and about 500 chapters sargas the uttara kanda is considered as a later edition bhagavan vishnu had to be born as a human to defeat ravana who had created terror for the devatas hence Rama is an avatar a divine incarnation In Sanskrit the word is Ramaha in northern India there is a tendency to swallow the aha and therefore a lot of people say Ram in southern India there is a tendency to elongate the a and therefore we say Rama both are okay as is spoken for thousands of years in India Ramaha is an avatar a divine incarnation as a human being in his various roles as student son brother husband and king he was a role model then and a role model now what is important to note that as a human being he went through the severest of trials and tribulations and yet came to be known as maryada purushottamam an embodiment of dharma we must remember to see rama according to how he is presented and not be quick to judge on the basis of our standards and times now for those not familiar with rama's story and what we can learn here it is rama was the son of dasharatha the ruler of a kingdom in northern india called ayodhya this goes back to more than 3000 years ago Rama's mother was Kaushalya the eldest wife the king had two other wives Kaikeyi whose son was Bharata and Sumitra whose sons were Lakshmana and Shatrughna Ramayana begins with the childhood of Rama his education and warrior training Rama as the warrior sage Vishwamitra arrived at king Dasharatha's court which was a matter of great honor He requested the king to send Rama with him to kill the rakshasas that were preventing the completion of sacred rituals. Rama and Lakshmana were in their teenage years. And hence King Dasharatha was stunned to hear of this request. He tried to convince sage Vishwamitra, "I will go with you as the head of the army. Parting from Rama will be like death for me." I don't want to endanger their lives but sage vishwamitra did not budge and the two warrior princes 
Rama and Lakshmana accompanied him to the forest. Vishwamitra initiated them into two secret mantras and the knowledge of mantra-powered missiles, along with hints of killing the Rakshasas. Armed with this knowledge and his thorough training, as a warrior prince, Rama killed the Rakshasas in a series of valiant battles and thus protected the sacred rituals. He earned accolades from other devatas too. A little later, we shift to King Janaka's palace, who had vowed to give his daughter's hand in marriage to the one who could string the heavy bow. Many capable princes had gathered in the palace, but it was only Rama who had the strength to break the bow and thus win the hand of Sita. They were married with pomp and splendor. Dasharatha, Rama's father, wanted to retire from active role. Seeing Rama as hugely capable, enjoying the popularity of all the citizens, he decided to appoint his eldest son as the king when there is a turn of events. On the night before the coronation ceremony, Kaikeyi, mother of Bharata, felt that the appointment of Rama would deprive her son Bharata of the opportunity to be king. She was afraid to be reduced to the status of a servant of Rama's mother. Kaikeyi recalled the time when she had saved Dasharatha from death in a battle. He had gratefully promised her to ask for two boons, which she did not encash then. Kaikeyi remembered this and demanded that Bharata be crowned as the king and Rama be banished to the forest for 14 years. Despite the pleading of Dasharatha and the elders in the court, Kaikeyi would just not relent. Dasharatha could have feigned ignorance and said, Well, I don't remember giving you such a promise. But he did not. Such were the lofty values of that time that one would go to all lengths to fulfill one's promise. In folk wisdom in India, even now, people say, Ye to dasha ka vada hai. Meaning, this is the promise of Dasharatha, when they refer to a promise they make. Rama received the news with much grace. It was his punya to honor his father's promise. Rama said, How can a man fail to be devoted to his father, to whom he owes his own birth in the world? Dasharatha's promise to his wife, Kaiki, now became Rama's promise. Not only was he the son of his father, but also the prince, who was happy to follow what the ruler king had promised. As civilians, we do not understand the following of a military order. Leadership is born when we follow the leader and do what it takes. We must know what it is to follow before what it is to lead. Sri Rama said, Enjoined by the emperor who is my friend, guru and father all in one, I will do whatever is required. He was very respectful towards Kaikeyi, his stepmother, and took leave by doing Pradakshina of his other mothers too. With no ill feeling towards his brother Bharata, he started making arrangements to go to the forest. 
Rama's wife Sita and his younger brother Lakshmana insisted on accompanying him into his exile. In the forest there were many incidents where he protected the sages whose worship and meditation were disrupted. One such time Sita asked him, "Why do you promise to protect them as you have given up your princely privileges?" To which he replied, "My love, when helpless people suffer persecution, how can a warrior sit still? Everyone, including a kshatriya, has to do his duty. You and I must walk the path of dharma. How can we differ?" There are many beautiful passages of expression of love between Rama and Sita. Thus 10 years passed with many conversations with a wise in the forest who looked to him for guidance and instruction. A turning point is when Sita is abducted by Ravana who keeps her as a prisoner in the island kingdom of Lanka. Rama is so struck by grief for Sita that he calls out to the trees and animals and asks them have you seen my sita in this grief we see much love and longing rama and lakshmana commenced a long search for her and eventually befriended sugriva a local leader who was also living in exile and his minister hanuman hanuman crossed the ocean and helped to locate sita in ravana's kingdom With the help of Sugriva's army Rama constructed a bridge to Lanka after all efforts to resolve the matter amicably failed Rama defeated Ravana in a fierce battle Vibhishana brother of Ravana was crowned as the king of Lanka Rama told Hanuman to go to Sita and tell her what had happened he said ask sita to bathe and bedeck herself and bring her here sita eager to see her beloved husband got ready to go but she is told the prince's orders must be obeyed so sita bedecked with jewelry and seated respectfully in a palanquin is escorted to the camp rama said let these vanaras monkey like humanoids have a look at the princess sita understood that she had to uphold her role as a princess more than a wife indeed the vanaras had fought valiantly for the love of rama when she finally sees him rama tells her in the presence of all i have slain the enemy ravana i have done my duty as a kshatriya my vow is fulfilled There is suspicion with regard to your character you may go wherever you like the heart of rama even as he beheld his beloved was torn within for fear of public rumors about his wife sita deeply hurt by these unexpected words tried to restore her confidence in him and spoke of her helplessness when she was abducted She said there was no reason for you to send Hanuman as you could have abandoned me then what was the point of assembling an army and putting your own life in danger if indeed you had to give me up weeping she asked Lakshmana to prepare a wooden pyre and she said i will enter a fire to prove my purity 
she entered the flaming fire with a fearless mind the huge gathering witnessed this sight and lo behold the flames were crowded with celestial figures for all the gods had assembled and brahma spoke narayana you took a human form to slay ravana is this not your own lakshmi agni the deity of fire rose out of the flames and lifting sita in his arms with all her clothes and jewelry untouched presented her to rama rama said to brahma who am i all that i know and can tell is that i am rama son of dasharatha you know who i am please tell me and the gods revealed the exalted truth about rama being an avatara a divine incarnation rama accepted sita and he tells her do you think i did not know about your purity my love this ordeal was to satisfy people without it people would say that rama was blinded by love behaved with weakness and broke the rule of well brought up men saying so he drew her close to his side dasharatha who descended from swarga placed rama on his lap and said to sita forgive my son for the wrong he did to you to preserve the dharma of the world reunited rama and sita and lakshmana returned to ayodhya where they were welcomed with great joy rama ruled as a just and dharmika king and there is a glowing description of rama rajya when shri rama ruled over the kingdom of ayodhya there was no danger or fear of diseases there is even the story of a dog who appeared in rama's court to complain of being beaten by a man rama duly gave the dog justice and punished the perpetrator in rama rajya in his rule everyone was pleased and devoted to dharma the original valmiki ramayana like all traditional texts ends with the phala shruti the results of reading the text which is always at the end some modern commentators present rama as abandoning his wife to the forest this episode occurs in the uttarakanda the last section which is a later extrapolation it is interesting to note that even in mahabharata which includes a retelling of the ramayana there is no mention of the banishment of sita which occurs in the uttarakanda section for a moment just assuming that the uttarakanda section is true in it is also a description of loving moments spent by rama and sita in their private quarters rama sees sita bearing the auspicious signs of pregnancy and exclaims with happiness to just name a desire of hers that he would immediately fulfill sita responds o raghava i wish to visit the tapovanani punyani the sacred place of austerities and to stay o lord at the feet of the sages living on the banks of the ganga this is my greatest wish that i should stay even for one night in the tapovan of those who live only on fruits and roots rama promises that she will be taken there for a visit the very next day later in the evening 
Rama is informed of negative gossip about Sita. The people of Ayodhya were saying, why does not Rama censure Sita who had been forcibly carried away by Ravana? Such a conduct of our wives shall have to be suffered by us also since whatever a king does, the subjects follow. Rama summons his brothers and tearfully tells them, The rumours that circulate among my fellow citizens is of great significance. I am born in the great line of Ikshvaku and Sita comes from the noble family of Janaka. You know how Sita was taken away and how I vanquished Ravana. I could not have brought Sita back to the city as she had lived in Lanka with Ravana. To convince me, Sita at that time entered the fire before you were Lakshmana. Agni the deity of fire, the bearer of oblations to gods, declared that Sita was free from Papa. So also Vayu, who dwells in the sky, proclaimed the two sun and moon before the gods that Sita is free from Papa before all the rishis. In Lanka, Sita has been handed over to me by the Lord of Gods, in the presence of the gods and the Gandharvas, and my Antaratma bears testimony to her purity and nobility. Please take her and leave her in Valmiki's ashram. The Rajdharma of that time was such that Akirti, infamy, was taken to be the fall of the king even by the gods, and hence the rule of the kingdom would be at risk. He tells his brothers, O heroes among men, afraid of ill report, I can even give up my life or all of you together. Then how much difficult is it for me to leave Sita? All of you see me submerged in the ocean of sorrow and I do not see any greater misfortune than this. And so Sita is left in Valmiki's ashram in the Uttarakanda, the last section of Ramayana, which we're not even sure belongs to the original. And yet we see that to safeguard his kingdom and reputation amongst his citizens, Rama had to go against what he knew to be true. So the learning is not how he abandoned his wife, but rather how he upheld the kingly dharma of his times. In his role as a just king, he sacrificed the presence of his deeply beloved wife. There is much humility in a king who takes the views of his own citizens seriously and puts their happiness first rather than his own. I know that it is difficult for us to relate to this, but we can certainly appreciate that in the happiness of our families lies our happiness. We can also appreciate that the soldier who fights on the borders of his country is not abandoning his family. Then what to say of a king for whom the whole kingdom was his family? What to say of the embodiment of dharma for whom the subject's sense of safety, security and happiness mattered more than his own? Shri Ram Jaya Ram Jaya Jaya Ram and so we have got a glimpse of how Rama upheld his dharma as a son, a warrior, 
as a king and as a husband. In the next episode, we see how Rama upheld his dharma as a friend and a brother. I close with some of the opening verses of the original Ramayana by Valmiki, which are the glories of Bhagavan Rama. Ikshvakuvamsha prabhavo ramo nama janaishrutaha niyatatma mahaviryo dhyutiman dhritiman vashi. Translation, there is one born into the family of Ikshvaku, very well known by the people, who is known by the name of Rama. He has his body, mind and sense organs under his control, is very powerful, radiant, a man of fortitude. Buddhimani timan vagmi, shrima chatru niparhanaha, vipulam so mahabahuhu, gambu grivo mahahanuhu. He is intelligent, who has justice, who is eloquent, resourceful and can eliminate his enemies easily. He is distinguished with broad shoulders, powerful arms, appropriate neck and strong jaws. Dharmagnyasatyasandhascha prajanam chahite rataha yashasvi jnana sampannaha shuchir vashyaf samadhiman He knows dharma is committed to truth, always delights in the good of all his subjects. He is well known, knows the Shastras, pure, a man of self-control and well-absorbed mind. Prajapatissabhashriman dhata ripunishudanaha rakshita jiva lokasya dharmasya parirakshita He is a supporter of creation like Brahmaji who has all the riches, nourisher of the world, chastiser of those who are committed to adharma, is a protector of all living beings and a staunch defender of dharma. Shri Rama Jaya Rama Jaya Jaya Rama Om 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 Jaya Jaya Rama Om Jaya Jaya Rama Om You matter. Your life matters. What you do with your life matters. Thanks for listening. It's so nice to resume this podcast. Do share this episode with your friends and family. And if you can spare a moment, please leave a review so that others can find this podcast. Thanks for listening again and we'll see you next week.